Spellbound is a fantastical, actual play, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It follows the adventures of Princess Thea, the human sorceress played by Lydia Miller, cross us once and it's fucking over, man, Delalia, the elven ranger played by Kelsey Botwinick Caruza. I want you guys to be out of this and be okay. Felix, the gnome fighter, played by Rebecca Munoz-Smith. Cake! Battle cake! And me, your dungeon master, Emma Carter. Although we may look like a child-friendly podcast, Spellbound contains adult language and themes. See the content warning in the episode notes. If you're new to the podcast, or maybe you just need a refresher on what's happened so far, visit emmakcarter.com forward slash story so far. You can also find a list of characters we've met and bios for the players and their player characters at emmakcarter.com forward slash spellbound. Welcome back, listeners. We have arrived. So last episode, I said there would be three more episodes total before we finished out this season of Spellbound. I was wrong. Uh, There will be actually two more, counting this one. So this episode will be our penultimate episode of the season. This is part one of our two-part season finale. Before we start, I just want to take a moment to thank my incredible players, Kelsey, Rebecca, and Lydia, for all of the talent, energy, and love that they've brought to this project. I don't think any of us knew when we started this that Spellbound would become so important to us, but I'm really grateful that we've been able to tell this story together. So thank you guys. I also want to thank our patrons, as always. Shout out to our top tier patrons, The Dude, The Parkers, Laura Carter, Julie Vaughn, Ryan Botwin at Caruza, Jean-Pierre Ringgold, Kat Harker, Nick Price, Wizard Lucas, and Nate Card. And of course, I want to thank you, the listeners, for pressing play. When last we left our heroes, they discovered the truth of the disappearing food and were able to broker a truce between Haven and the refugees of Arsington, but not before sitting down to enjoy a little show as a tribute to Delalia and her friends from the refugees. Felix had an interesting visit from Pax, and Thea and Kat made time for a quick date before the planting ceremony begins. Will Delalia be able to plant the goddess seed and awaken the forest? Or will Zendaya's forces interfere once more? Let's find out. I will see you in the story. I'm ready for fighting. I'm ready for combat. I want to, I'm, I'm ready for my sword to fucking take over. What? <laughs> I'm excited to do some murdering. Murder. I'm excited. I'm too. excited for player versus player combat. Oh my gosh. Well, let's <laughs> talk about it first before oh, if it does get to that. So, oh, yeah. player versus player is a thing that can happen, but it needs to be something that we can all consent to before it happens. So, are we all cool with? Um, if if Felix's sword turns against his friends, are Lydia and Kelsey, are you okay with yes. player versus player? Um, I will do what is necessary to protect my friend <laughs> from himself <laughs> and his sword, uh, yeah. if you know what I mean. I might, I might just 
put the boundary out there of like there will be no like insta death and no killing each other's characters without consent i hope that doesn't happen at all but you know what i mean let's like player versus player uh combat for the point of uh for the point of, dr- of dr- drama rather than like, well, it's time to kill Felix. Yeah. <laughs> why Why does everyone assume I'm going to die? Like, I have the most hit points out of all of you bitches. <laughs> okay. So we're going to jump back in. Uh, it is now early evening it's not quite sundown yet but we're getting there um felix delalia and thea you all find yourself in the sacred glen um the refugees from arsington have not arrived yet you're awaiting their arrival did i say something funny I'm sorry. Every time I hear Glenn, I think of a person. Oh, and so I just Glenn. imagine that we've arrived at Glenn's and it's it cracks me up. <laughs> I want an illustration of the sacred Glenn. Yeah, can you please find sacred Glenn? He just looks like a classic druid. He arrives and he's like, here I am. Hey. Hello. He smells like weed and patchouli. Aww. So we're in the sacred Glenn and I'll start with Delelia. You are with Grandma Lynn and Kat. Uh, v has arrived to uh, stay close to Princess Cat, and as well as Wolfie, and Lauren is with you. And Grandma Lynn is explaining that during the ritual, you, Cat, and myself will all work together. We will be here to support you, Delalia. Cat using her gifts, using the heart of the forest, and myself using what magic I have. And we will support you in attempting to transfer the seed from your body into the earth. Um, and uh, Felix and Thea and Ramsey, you are also there. And Ashing, you guys are also there. She says, Delalia, I have been told that you and your friends have a plan for aiding us in this venture. Something to do with the mushrooms. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yep. Do you want me to try to explain it? Because I don't know what we're doing, actually. Ah, It's sort of somebody else's specialty, and I don't want to micromanage them. So that's fine. That's going to be happening. And then um, what do I do? Good question. Yes. We are going to, when the ritual begins, Mm -hmm. you, myself, and Kat will put our hands on the earth, and we will focus all our energy... Grandma Lynn stops and she smiles. I can tell you're a little bit nervous. A little bit nervous, yep. That's okay. Okay. Kat so and I cute. will lend our magic to you. Oh, thank you. Yes. And you okay. will focus on going inward. And now I cannot speak from experience on this, but you will need to focus on trying to find the power of the goddess within you and transferring it into the earth. Uh, I believe your experience with meditation will be helpful in this. Uh, so while I'm focusing inward and in, in accessing the goddess inside of me. Yes. Okay. While we are doing this, your friends, as well as my son, will be close by to watch us in case we need any help or aid. I do not know what will happen, but I do know that while we are performing this ritual, we will be vulnerable, and therefore it will be good to have friends and family close by I trust 
my companions explicitly. Me too, says Kat. And so you are... If explicitly isn't the word I mean, uh, let's re-record it later. <laughs> Is it implicit? No, that's different. Completely? I trust my friends... Ex- I think explicitly can also be used in that way. Like, it's explicit yeah. is one thing, and then explicitly. Leaving no room for confusion or doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, past Kelsey had it. She's fine. <laughs> um, Grandma Lynn says, Delalia, may I invite you to sit with me and Princess Cat in meditation as we prepare for yeah. the event? Yes. Delalia is, like, really intense. Just, like, <laughs> drops down to the ground. <laughs> Grandma slowly lowers herself to the ground. Oh, and ju- jumps back up and then helps her down. Yeah. And yeah, you and Kat help her down. Uh, Kat looks a little nervous um, and just kind of like closes her eyes and then opens them and closes them and then opens one, kind of watching. Um, and Grandma Lynn says, just breathe in and out. And you guys do some deep breathing. Uh, your friends. Wait, is it starting? Are we doing it? Is it starting? No, now we're, we're just preparing. Uh, yeah, we're going to That's center okay. ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You're going to be fine. And if I'm not, Breathe. that's fine. Like, it's fine if I'm not. And, and that's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Thea's going to grab Can you blink your... for me real quick? Because your yeah. eyes have been open for a while, really wide. And blinks and it's like... <laughs> Thea's going to grab the non-wooden hand of Delalia and look at her and say, Hey, you can do this and your friends are with you. We're going to be okay. You are going to be okay. I promise. Okay. Um, also... <laughs> never mind. What? Well, what if, like... I mean, we're going to get attacked. Mm-hmm. Logically. That Probably. could happen. Yes. Cool. All right. But we're here. We're prepared. My hands are drawn. King Ward, actually hearing this, steps forward and says, the queen and I have prepared our troops and we are prepared to defend should any of Zendaya's forces arrive. Yeah, you say we got a whole army. We'll be fine. A whole army. And what if... mm, A whole army meaning like 15 people. 16 people. Yeah. Yeah. Great. More than three. Um... Actually, why don't you? No, you know what? I think everyone should go. I think everyone should go and hide and and hole up. And w- if it's over, it's over. Gremlin, cat, go hide with the others. It happens. It happens. And I want you guys to be out of this and be okay. Uh, the- if, if you guys, if something happens to you, it's my fault. And it doesn't matter if it's my fault or not. I'm not trying to be selfish. But if you cannot be hurt, then don't. Then don't be. Uh, v, who has their sword drawn and is kind of like just slashing at it, like to feel the weight, um, they say, we're not leaving you, Delalia. We're going to be right here. And I promise you, I'll do everything I can to protect your friends as well as my princess. The princess will be my first concern, but I will also do everything I can to protect your friends. And Delilah's eyes are like hot and throbbing. Like that's her, <laughs> um, not crying, but just like meaning to not cry. Like, I, mm-hmm. I I wanted to give her something, but I can't remember what its was it a stats are. No. Oh. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Myra's ring. Oh, it's plus one AC. Yeah. And so, um, uh, Felix is just gonna. He he's kind of had it on a, a necklace, like a chain around his neck with his ring, and he's gonna take him off and he's gonna hand it to her. And he's gonna say, "Just hang on to this. You're gonna be okay. All right? 
Just focus on it. Just this is something to focus on. Just focus on it, okay? <laughs> You're gonna be fine. <laughs> and, and then you can give it back to me when this like, is over. Grabs Felix and squeezes him. Thea <laughs> just like is watching and is just like eyes like welling, just like. <laughs> So my armor class is currently 17 now. And then Delalia also swoops in. Aww. Like, everybody's very small compared to Delalia. Yeah. She's not a big person, but... And just, like, two arms, both of her best friends in the world. And holds them and just squeezes she them. a hug. And Bayamon pops out and Lorne lands on someone's head and dashing. Yeah, he's, like, around my neck. Yeah, he's curled around a neck. He's, and like, licking at your cheek, just little tongues. <laughs> and Dashing's head pops up and he just puts a little paw on your thigh, Delelia. And he says, yep, we're not going to leave you, Delelia. We got you, D." And you guys have that moment, and then you hear uh, from across the glen, Hilda say, They're here! And you see as the refugees of Arsington approach through the wood, there's kind of like a tense moment as they appear in the glen, and the, the soldiers of Haven see them, and they, they look at each other, and King Ward just nods, and Queen Sassandra <laughs> nods, and uh, you see Evelyn sort of nods, and there's a... A sort of collective exhale, uh, and Arwen steps forward, and Arwen says, "We've brought the reinforcements." <laughs> also, I love the idea of the people from <laughs> Arsington arriving, and the Havenites are like, "Oh, this we do not. This is not for you. Like we're not planning on <laughs> yes. arming." Yeah. Ooh, my bad. Yeah, they're like the optics are the, bad. Hiding That's their bad. spears behind That's their backs. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like this. You no, not the, relate this other thing. <laughs> other thing for like she's all the hand signals from <laughs> trying to make sure that it's communicated. Um, Bless her heart. <laughs> she's, it's her first day. Yeah. <laughs> it's my first day. Um, and uh, yeah, so everyone has gathered, and as the sun begins to set. Uh, Arwen comes to you, uh, Delelian, or actually, let's say she comes to Cat, uh, and uh, Arwen says, "All right, I have assembled the symphony, uh, led by yours truly, and we are ready to begin our performance. Uh, let's hope this works." And uh, she runs back over to where the the Arsington refugees have set up. It's not all of them, but it is a, I would say, probably like a quintet. It's Arwen, Oglin, and then like four other people that you remember seeing while you were in Arsington. And they've brought various instruments. Uh, Arwen has a lute. Uh, actually, no, Oglin has a lute. Arwen has a violin. Someone's got a drum. There's uh, Someone's got a horn. So there's a nice little ensemble. Someone's on, someone is on chimes. Someone is on symbols. chimes and finger symbols. Someone's on triangle. Just a really big uh, Goliath is on triangle. Yeah. Bless. Bless. Um, and they are ready to perform. Uh, so a, a, a sort of hush goes over the glen as uh, Arwen lifts her um, bow to the sky f- dramatically with flair. And then she puts it to her uh, violin and begins to play. And she is quite good. Mm -hmm. 
this passionate romantic violin concerto begins and at first everyone is just sitting and enjoying this music and then gradually Delelia, you start to notice a shifting in the grass as little little creatures are are making their way through the grass towards the quintet and uh, everyone at this point can kind of just if everyone's very still they look down to their feet and they see these little mushroom caps what like basically crawling through the grass and every now and then one might stop and lift its little head up and as it lifts its head up you can see the little mouse head underneath the mushroom basically they're mice with little mushroom hats that's so precious and little tails and uh you see sometimes they stop and they pop back into just being mushrooms sticking up out of the ground maybe like when they see someone move for a second and they get scared and then eventually they pop back into little mushrooms and they keep scurrying as Arwen is pied pipering these mushrooms into the glen the other thing you notice as they make their way to the glen and this is like like probably like hundreds of little little mushrooms just like crawling you notice that as they move hell of an infestation yeah <laughs> the the grass or uh, that they touch and that they are around as they listen to this music begins to turn green and so the whole glen begins to take on like a green healthy glow and cat's eyes are just wide king all of everyone really is i all, everyone from haven has their eyes wide watching this glow start to awaken the glen and Delalia, you can feel that that magic that was missing before is coming back. Whatever magic these mushroom fae have, it seems they have the ability to essentially fertilize this forest with magic when they're happy. And so as the mushrooms go over they to... Need art. Yes, the mushrooms need art. And as they get closer and closer to the quintet, you see this like congregation of mushroom caps and they all seem like they like are bouncing up and down little Fantasia mushroom dance (laughs) so they're dancing to the music and seem to be thoroughly enjoying it Felix grabs Bay and like puts him inside like one of his pouches and clips it shut because he's like no 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 don't ruin this for us Ramsey's just like ah, looking around terrified <laughs> picking his feet up yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh. he's like standing on his hind legs just like oh, oh. <laughs> he'll just like it's okay Ramsey it's okay oh. yeah so this is happening and uh, Kat looks to you Delalia and she says do you think this will help I think it'll help. And um, Delalia had the, what is it called? Oath. Uh, Oath Oath bow. bow? Had the oath bow on her back and she takes it off and holds it in her hand, um, her regular hand, and raises it up into the sky and holds it to her chest and then lays it on the ground next to her while holding it Mm -hmm. and then puts her hand on the ground. Okay. So she's got her goddess seed hand on the earth and then the other hand is on her Uh, bow. On the bow and makes like long eye contact with V when she does it. And V just nods their head and they put their hand on the hilt of their sword and they're sort of looking around like Mm -hmm. expecting at any moment someone might attack. Um, Kat follows your lead and puts her hands on the earth next to yours and Grandma Lynn gingerly leans forward and puts her her even larger fearbold hands on the earth next to Kat so the three of you have created a sort of triangle here 
Grandma Lynn begins to chant in some sort of maybe druidic language that she was speaking before uh, that Cat and Thea heard. And Cat uh, closes her eyes and you see the heart of the forest begins to glow on her chest. And Delalia, I'm going to have you start by uh, making a nature roll. Actually, you don't have to roll because you have the mushrooms. Um, I think while everybody is preparing themselves for this ritual, um, and perhaps as the violin music is going, Thea's just going to take a moment, check in with herself, and don her mage armor, her golden, shiny She-Ra stuff, um, just in case, because we've, we've, we've had some cowboys up in here. Um, I don't know why I said that. I had a Red Bull. Guys, I don't drink Red Bull. Um, <laughs> I take full responsibility. Um, Arwen sees you don your mage armor, Princess Thea, and there's like a flash of like, like, oh shit. Oh shit, she's a badass. <laughs> oh shit, she can throw hands. <laughs> and Arwen just throws herself into the passionate violin music even more. Oh my god. I still love you. I'm living for this though. Um, and as the as the song comes to an uh, an end and a big flourish, um, all of the little mushrooms make little squeaky sounds like they're cheering, and then Auglin actually steps forward and begins to play much more ritualistic melody on he knows his what's lute. Needed. Yeah, he understands the assignment. Yeah, um, and he's still very shy about it, but he you can hear now he's quite good. He's quite a good little baby bard. I'm bard. And uh, and Graham Graham uh, just turns her head slightly to you, Delalia, and she says, "I think now, Delalia, it is time. Um. Take a deep breath and imagine the goddess seed traveling from." Inside you and into the awakened earth. She does this. Okay. All right, Delelia. You don't have to roll anything because you have the mushrooms and you have the help of Grandma Lynn and Cat. As you reach inside yourself and you touch on that that source, that power source in you that feels very special different than your your magic mm-hmm. your Delalia inherent magic that you have when you talk to animals or a- any kind of cantrip like that you can sense that goddess seed power and once you've tapped into it you can feel it kind of coming from inside you if anyone is watching which I'm sure many people are probably Thea and Felix you'll see that Delalia begins to glow green mm-hmm. and, and- there are two green dogs <gasps> next to her leg leaning against her. You know how big dogs do? So did you summon Bill and Lil? Oh. And as she turns green, Bill and Lil like appear next to her. Um, Cat is her everyone else, uh, Cat and Gremlin have their eyes closed, or else they would be uh, surprised by that. Uh, Perkins is watching through his little round glasses, like, oh my. Um, and uh Yes, as you feel this power traveling through your arm, through your palm, into the earth, Delalia, you feel the ground begin to vibrate.
tremors beneath their feet. And the next thing that happens is that the earth around Delelia begins to swell with vegetation Mm. as a giant beam of green light bursts into the sky. Everyone close to her is just pushed back. Other than Kat and Grandma Lynn, everyone who's close to her is just pushed back a couple feet by the force of this massive beam of light going straight up into the into the night sky, and you're temporarily temporarily blinded by it. Only Kat, Grandma Lynn, and Delelia hold form. In that moment, Delelia, you are focusing on this transfer of power. And as it is happening, your vision, it just goes pure green. And when the light dies down for you, you find that you are no longer in the Glen. I'm in King's what? Cross Station. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, Delelia, you are at a place that you spent time during your childhood. Where are we? Bet- between... um. A phonidhoid and Wehea's tree, there's a little glen, relatively similar to this one actually, that was my private space. And it's where I practiced all the things I was learning from Wehea and um, was, it was the safe space for me. And um, I, as far, you, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, I discovered this, like, <laughs> this is mine. And probably people walk past it all day, but like, I never <laughs> knew that. and and never was interrupted there. And it was really, really special to me. And much like in Anne of Green Gables, I sort of like built myself a little area where the rain wouldn't be on me, you know, like uh, wove some tree branches together and always kept it up and had my own little, in my mind, my own little Wahea's tree, um, but it was on the ground. And uh, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, I'm there and I'm meditating. I'm in the same position cross-legged with, do I have any things? Well, in this place, Delalia, uh, you are, let's see, you are you still, adult Delalia, but as you realize where you are, you see young Delalia, child Delalia, who may very well also be sitting on the ground meditating. My question for you and Kelsey, and we can take a minute if you want a moment to think, um, Delalia finds that she has been transported back to a memory and in this memory young Delalia uh, it's a time when some at some point in your childhood at any point you choose maybe one specific day where something happened and Delalia felt maybe kind of left out or alone or vulnerable in some way had a bad day had a bad encounter with maybe one of the other kids mm-hmm. what what memory is this for Delelia? a time where she felt alone or vulnerable or or, or like she didn't have a and, and came to this safe place in that moment yeah it was sort of the breaking point where i was just a kid and then i was different and it it was um Baron and I were good friends when we were growing up. It, it just like child playmates, you know, like always together. Um, and I tried to sit with him at lunch and he was with his friends and he said, Delilah, uh, go, why don't you go make your own friends? Which isn't like the worst, cause it's true. Like, yeah, go make your own friends, but it cut, her in half like 
broke her. It was the first time that she ever realized that she didn't have her own friends and wondered why these weren't them. Because she'd talked to these people. They'd grown up together too. They were all age mates together. And um, she was just like completely blindsided by the idea that these weren't her friends. But then when she realized it, they weren't. And she um, ran away from like she was, in, they, they were in school and ran away and went to her Glen and was um, mad while she was running and was like, sort of like they'll be sorry kind of feelings, you know? And then when she got to her Glen, this is sort of, and this is like a lot of the changes and things like that started happening because she'd already been like studying with Wahea um, periodically, which is something that her dad had set up. Um, but she was like, instead of feeling vengeful to those children, she thought, I'm different from them. So I'm going to do that thing. And it felt better. Not not just different, but better different than them. Like I'm heightened, you know, they're yeah. fools a little bit. Like mm. not a good feeling, you know, but still was she decided to like push her energy in that direction and meditate so that she could continue to be a more enlightened being if that makes sense and so it was sort of just like a negative grouchy moment but um it was a breaking point for her yeah and as she's having this this moment this realization sitting in this glen um someone else appears someone came to her that day maybe looking for her who was it um i think the person who came that day was my dad Okay. It wasn't another kid. It never was another kid. Yeah. So that day, you, you see Delalia, you adult Delalia, wake up in this, this glen that you know, and you see young Delalia sitting maybe under the little shelter, um, meditating, perhaps tear-stained mm-hmm. cheeks. Hot vo- face. Hot yeah. face. And you remember what that felt like. Maybe you haven't even thought about this in a, in a while because you just haven't <laughs> haven't had the space for that since you started your adventure. And from the uh, from the forest, you see your dad appear. Uh, you see him peek around the shelter, kind of concerned, and he simply sits and kneels beside you and says softly, "Lelia, what happened?" And he's kneeling beside her, but she keeps her eyes closed like a little bit longer while she's fake meditating and (laughs) looks up and like sort of looks up through her eyebrows at him you know like Mm -hmm. glowers at him a little bit and then like a puppy pushes him down so he's on his butt so that she can crawl onto his lap and um he chuckles yeah and this is sort of their thing where he'll rock her when she's feeling sad and (laughs) stroke her hair and just be a safe space. And she was, yeah, becomes the most, the purest and most true form of Delalia in that moment. Yeah. And as he rocks a young Delalia and strokes her hair, he says, you know that it's okay to be different. It's okay to follow your heart and to be the person that you want to be. Yeah, and I am different. And I am different and I'm I'm proud to be different. I don't want to be like them. 
And your dad, kind of sensing that hurt, says, it's also okay to want to make friends and and to fit in, but it's important to know that you should never have to... I don't want you to ever feel like you have to change who you are to find friends. There are friends out there for you, Delalia, who will love you for exactly who you are. Like me and your mom. Yeah, I know that there are some people that need that, and I that's there's nothing wrong with them for needing needing that. And that's I'm not mad at them because they have friends. I'm just that's just not. I have you, and I have mom, and I have Wahea, and I have the forest. I don't. Yeah. And he nods, and he continues to stroke your hair. Um, how is adult Delalia, present-day Delalia, feeling as she watches this? She is sobbing, like completely sobbing. Just, I think she falls to her knees and seeing this, again, pure Delalia, you know? And, um, and she isn't so angry now. Like, she's not usually, doesn't show that like she used to. And she was always a fiery kid. So, like... She's a lot more medium all of the time. And so for her to see that again and to see the love just pouring out of Lyrol and like remembering how she was and how it was. And she doesn't remember that time very often because she's done so much now. Like right now is so big for her. And even any every time leading up to now has been so big that she doesn't even think about little Delalia anymore and so to see little Delalia and understand the place where she is inside of her is like regret but miss and missing you know pining a little bit melancholy and yeah just all of those feelings where you've you feel it's not it's not right like you feel wrong you feel like you've done something wrong by losing it like yeah and so that's how she feels and as the the scene continues um you hear your father say and this might be something that maybe you remember him saying this or maybe you don't but you hear him say and remember Lelia, it's important when we're hurting to reach out to others you can come to me or your mom because sometimes when we feel angry it's because we're hurting inside and the scene fades a little bit and you see sort of like in this you realize now kind of you're in this memory space almost like when you were in the candle and you see in the near distance uh, a white and green uh, forest wolf staring at you and then it darts into the forest and you feel like it's beckoning you to continue. That is what Delalia is experiencing. On the outside, Felix and Thea, you see the giant beam of light shoot into the sky and are blinded at first. And then you're, you regain your vision and now you see it's, it's very thick too, like a tree, thick like a tree, but a big tree. And as that happens, there's a moment of just awe at this raw, magical energy and the power of it and the fact that you know it's coming from inside your friend. And even the music stops playing for a second as all of the musicians are just 
uh, their breath is taken away. And then you hear a voice say, look out. And you turn and this is what you see coming through the forest towards you. So Felix and Thea, first you see from behind Queen Sassandra and her troops, two large hellish looking dog-like creatures emerge from the forest growling. You see fire at the back of their throats and these are big dogs, bigger than wolves. These are massive and the first thing you can think of when you see them is the word hellhound. Oh no. But Thea, before you can even think about that, you, you hear V say, look out! And you turn around and like directly in front of you I know it's one giant one here, but directly in front of you are a swarm of those imps like you saw before, looking at you menacingly, their tails like twirling maliciously, their little claws and their their teeth exposed in in malicious snarls. Um, And Felix, you see the hellhounds emerge. You see that there are imps by your friend Thea. And just as you're about to do something, to make a move, you hear a boom. Boom, coming from behind you. As you look over your shoulder and see closest to Ramsey, Hilda, and Perkins is a massive, I don't even know if you would call it a, a creature. It looks like a monster, uh, a humanoid creature with an exposed a chest, but it has these claws for hands and it has these chains coming off of garters around their, their wrists and at the end of the chains are just a bunch of, of curved blades and they wear a, a helmet of chains and it looks like some sort of chain devil. Roll initiative. Listeners, this is your DM, Emma Carter. I know I've already thanked you for pressing play today, but before we continue with the episode, I just wanted to loop everyone in a little bit on what to expect from Spellbound in the future. So, the next and final episode of this season of Spellbound should be released in February, hopefully on Monday, February the 7th. After that, we'll be taking a hiatus, some time to rest and breathe a bit. We've been going for just about two full years now with this podcast, as I'm sure you know, since you're obviously listening to this. And sustaining something like this takes a lot of energy and time. Plus, we've all got other stuff going on in our lives, too, including full-time jobs, school, making time to take care of ourselves, which is really important. So... Currently, we don't yet know when we might be able to come back together to continue telling this story. It'll just depend on our schedules and life. But you will still be able to connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Spell Pod. And the podcast will still be available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. So when the final episode comes out, don't think of it as a goodbye, the end, so much as a We'll see you later, to be continued. But we've still got a whole episode and a half left, so 
let's get back to our heroes. Yes. And Delalia, I will let you know, Kelsey, while you are in the state, you won't be able to fight while you're in the planting the God Seed state. Yeah. Felix has 18. Lydia. It's a 20. Sorry, a 20. Lydia has 15. Thea Thea. has 15. As per usual. Um, Okay, I'm going to roll for multiple people at the same time. Uh, Let's say the black die is going to be all the baddies. They got a six, so Batty's got six. Um, this will be Sassandra and her troops. They got a 17. Um, let's have, let's see here. We'll have the bards be this one. They got an 18. And I'll have just like all other all other arbitrary NPCs that are basically like the like any other like fighting NPCs will have a three. Oh, so like V and uh, King Ward and uh, Wolfie. Let's say all of those guys are on three. I will. I will. And we'll say let's just say Dashing will go with Prince Thea whenever Prince Thea goes, Thea. since they're kind of mm-hmm. a unit. And yes, and Wolfie will go with V. Okay, and oh gosh, then there's Hilda and Perkins and Ramsey. Holy shit. Okay, I'll roll one more. Can Ramsey just go with me? Yes, Ramsey can go with Felix. Uh, Perkins and Hilda rolled a 15, so I'll do them at the same time. So it'll be very helpful to have you yeah. on the initiative. Guys, I'll just call. Already. I'll call who's going and who's up next so that okay. preparation can happen. Awesome. I'm pulling up a picture of me in my mage armor because it makes me feel fierce and yes. I feel like I'm going to need it. <laughs> I love the I do too. It's so good. I'm just going to turn up our game. Oh my God. Bit. I know, right? Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> I, I had Becca, seen that. Um, Becca illustrated a picture of Thea in her mage armor and it's it's very, um, it's neat. But I also slightly, now you guys haven't seen it yet. Kel, uh, Emma's seen it. But I ba- also based the armor. It's ki- it's very Shira, but it's also kind of uh, based off of a, uh, what Astrea's crown looks like. Okay. I was wondering if it was a little bit ASMR because of the wings. Also that too. But uh, yeah, Astrea's like got lots of wings. Yeah. She's got wings for days. me. It might be the champagne and Red Bull, but guys, my heart is ricing. Do you want any? Oh, I've still got. Oh, I've still got some. I'm excited. I'm just excited. Okay. So excited. Who is first, Delia? Uh, Felix Kelsey? and Ramsels. Okay. Uh, bards are up next. Okay. Thank you. Bards on deck. Bards on deck. Do you have thank all you the baddies deck. going at once? Do you want to split up any of them? I'm okay with that if you are. Like we can do the imps, mm. the hoons, and then the chain double as separate people if we want. We could. Let's see. Let me roll. That's, let's say this is 14 for the chain devil and four for the imps. Okay, thank you. I really do love that one. I want that 
I, I told if Becca I, I want that. That was framed. Yeah, that was a muse attacked me at like 3 a.m. one night, <gasps> and, and I was breasts. just like, I know what to do. <laughs> I'm just happy that the breasts are so real. Like usually yeah. people are like, they're just Little like when breasts. you're not pregnant. Like, yeah, no, they're, like, no, they're fucking ha- heavy. Yeah. 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 Oh my god! I'm like she is fucking fertility. She's gonna have. I mama want this boobs. on my body. Yes. I want this tattooed on my body. This Isn't is that so beautiful? beautiful. Oh, <laughs> I'm really excited. I it's can't stop. She's really talented. She came you should to buy me. her artwork. It yes, buy Rebecca's artwork from Becca. Yeah. I just want to send you money. Okay, Felix, you are up. You see this chain devil stomping towards your friends. Um. So Felix sees that he and he sees how close it fucking is to Ramsey and Hilda, and he's just gonna put his fingers in his mouth. I can't whistle, so squeak, it, squeak. It, he's, he's gonna <laughs> whistle to, to Ramsey, and Ramsey is going to turn around and he's gonna like basically run between Hilda's legs and just start running off into the forest with her. Like, Aww. like he's getting her out of the oh, way. Good. They are they are evading, and so. Uh, okay. Yeah, so those two, he's going to move his full movement all the way over to far away from the he chain devil as I can get that. drags her with him. Yeah, she's like on him awkwardly backwards while he's just bolting. Like like big dogs when they run under you and you're just like, oh, fuck. And you're like, hang ah. on. Like that sort of energy. All right. Ramsel's uh, uh, takes Hilda away into the tree line, away from the chain devil. And Felix, uh, he had his shield drawn, but he's going to, uh, he's going to, pull out a uh, uh, silver tongue and he's going to give it a quick look of uncertainty and he's going to look to his friends real quick but then he's going to run towards the chain devil. Okay. Wow. And yeah, he is not a rangy boy, is he? No, he's not. Um, you are so small! Okay. <laughs> so small! <laughs> and he's going to swing. That's a 20. That hits. Is that a natural 20? or a- No, dirty. Okay, that still hits. What happens, Felix? Um, he's going to swing for the... How tall is this thing? Ooh, that's a good question. Let's see if it says Just anything here. <laughs> it's pretty tall. Uh, are we talking shack or are we talking like a whole fucking house? Um, <laughs> probably like at least 12 feet tall, 12 to 15 okay. feet tall. It's a house. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so he's going to run towards it. And he's going to like. Oh, this is gonna be dumb. no. Maybe that time I weird, but bad, bad idea. I was gonna do something cool, but then I was like, I would be completely alone if I did that. Um. So he's going to run to it towards it, and he's just going to slice it in the knees to try and cripple it. All right, you slice it, uh, Felix. Roll damage. Um. I pre-rolled that. Sorry. It's oh, a, that's uh, slashing. So it's a five. All right, so Felix, you slash for five points of damage. Uh, at first, the, the chain devil seems uh, like it doesn't even notice, but then you see as its skin starts to like simmer slightly and uh, a silver tongue sort of in your ear and you, you see that the silver of silver tongue seems to be affecting this creature. Yes, and so I'm gonna take my second action. I'm gonna swing again. But this time he's going to go for the back of the knees where it's a little softer. Hey, 14. All right. That does not hit. That does not hit, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Ooh, no. That's not good. No. You hit him again, but it it just hits against some of the the chain wrapped around his leg and bounces off. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what sucks, because guys, I'm like re literally right under this thing now. Yeah, uh, you're, I can't see you. I don't yeah. know where, yeah, you have disappeared. Um, I'm also keeping track of damage, just so you know. Thank you. you that Thank is helpful. All right. The bard, is that is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, that's all I can do. The bards, seeing these creatures flood the scene, are immediately fearful. And two of them, at least, are going to uh, move further back into the tree line, terrified. Let's say at least three of them do that. Um, and uh, actually, yeah, pretty much all of them, except for Oglin and Arwen, move. Um... Arwen and Oglin seemed terrified though and they're just like frozen in fear not really sure what to do at this moment uh, so they are going to just kind of stay frozen at this time for this turn who is next oh sorry Sisandra and crew okay and then the can I retcon something real quick yeah when uh Silvertongue started laughing and he saw that the skin was sizzling could he shout out it's vulnerable to silver yeah uh, it's just kind of a general, like just to anybody who cares to listen. But he knows that they've come, they've combated something with silver weakness before. So he's just going to say, um, he sees the skin sizzling, and he's just like, um, "It's weak to silver. If you awesome. Use it if you got it." <laughs> awesome. And then he's going to die. <laughs> okay. You might have a disadvantage. Oh, that's true. So Sandra and her crew see these two hellhounds coming for them, and she says. For Haven! And they all say, For Haven! And they rush to start fighting these two hellhounds. So they're all going to move in a little closer here. Um, and she's going to try to keep them away from Delithia Cat and uh, uh, Grimalin. And I'm not going to roll for each one of them, but let's just do this. I'll just roll and we'll see. We'll see if they... We'll see how, well, I'll worry about that. I'll worry about that. Um, they're fighting those two hellhounds right now. I don't want to get too bogged down in technical stuff because that could make this a real slog, but essentially they're keeping those hellhounds at bay for this moment. Okay. okay. They're engaged with the hellhounds. Hellhounds. <laughs> okay, next is Thea Dashing, followed by Perkins and Hilda. Um, well, Thea is going to cast Magic Missile at uh, a level four three, or sorry, level two um, spell slot, which means that I get an extra missile, um, and I'm a point one each at each of our foes. I mean, I guess there's there's a swarm of the imps, right? There's a swarm of six imps, yes. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's okay. <laughs> That's good. I'm gonna... Cat has me. I have dashing. Yeah, you're right. <gasps> so Does um, Lorne get to fight? Yes. Oh yeah, roll for Lorne. Yeah, so I'm gonna send one at the Chain Devil, one at each of the Hellhounds, and one generally in the direction of the imps. <laughs> How many magic missiles do you get? Do you get four now because you're higher level? I So it, it says when you cast the spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, it, the spell creates one more dart <gasps> for each of the slots above first. Awesome. So I get four. Awesome. Um, and I need to, I forget how I do this. I, it's sorry. It's, it's been an automatic it's been two hit. months. Okay. And then um, I need to roll 1d4 plus one force damage. So 4d4 then, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Two, one, one, and three, unfortunately. Great. Which which creature gets which which one, Thea? Well, the, can I do 
it backwards from how I said it. <laughs> you can pick whichever number goes to whichever. Okay, the feature. three. I want the three to go to the um, chain devil dude. Okay. And I want the two to go to one of the hellhound, hellhound number two. Because it's actually, yeah, anyway. Hellhound number Thank one. You. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then the other, the one goes to the other hellhound and the other one goes to the other, um, to the, wow, Red Bull. Um, imps? I'm sorry. To the imps. I haven't, I haven't had this since college. It's been, it's been a minute. It makes me like. <laughs> Most days I have like a venti latte with two extra shots of espresso and then one or two Red Bulls. Um, the chain devil doesn't really flinch at this attack, although it does deal damage. Uh, the hellhounds uh, uh, growl and, and and yowl at the as the missiles hit. The imps. Uh, screech and sort of scurry about as this missile missile is directed at them and explodes at their at their swarm, uh, and they seem quite unhappy with you, Princess Thea. Would you like to do anything else on your turn? Well, I guess what what can dashing do? Dashing can't really do anything. That's right. Dashing is on your turn. Dashing is going to uh, rush up beside you, Princess Thea, and he. <laughs> He's a little money. Um, he's going to say, should I uh, use my acorn on these guys or should I go for a bigger target? You only have one left? Yeah, I mean, I think that someone... I, I have one, but like, doesn't somebody else in our party have some? Delita gave hers to Dashing. So I think there were six in the original bag, yeah. right? Yeah. And we gave one to your sister. One mm-hmm. to your sister. She's used one. We tried one. Mm-hmm. And then um, I gave him mine. You gave him yours. So he has two on him. And okay. then you have yours. Okay. okay. Yeah. He's got, I got two of these things. I have that thing. So it's um, a great idea. I throw it where you think it's going to do the most damage, but save one. We don't know if Zendaya is going to make a, an appearance. We might need that for her. Gotcha. Hey, what if I just do this? And he like picks up a rock and he throws a yes. rock at. Uh, let's see. What are you? Oh, no, you're not we evil. That'd be great. Oh, little bunny with the slingshot. Let's see. Uh, he rolls an 18. Oh yeah. Dashing chucks this rock at the closest imp and it hits it right in the head. Yes. Um, and that little imp just like as it has a little red lump rose on top of its head. Uh, yeah, that that a that a do, that keep that keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Cool, gotcha. So um, it. it's supposed to be Perkins and Hilda next, but Lorne should have been above Thea. So and I just didn't think about it. So Thorn is actually going to stay where he is, um, above Delalia, just circling. And if anyone attacks Delalia, he's readying an action to sting them. Okay, um, who is next? Probably an NPC. Oh, sorry. It's Perkins and Hilda and then Chain Devil. Okay. So Hilda is back with Ramsels in the forest. Perkins, looking terrified of this Chain Devil, is going to run closer into his friends. Uh, he's going to position himself in between Lorne and uh, uh, Grandma Lynn. So he's right in front of Delalia. Uh, he uh, has pulled out a, a, a short sword and he says... No, this isn't really uh, my my cup of tea, but uh, when in when in Eos, I don't know. That's not a saying. <laughs> um, and he is what? going to. He does have a very That'd heavy so book. Oh my god! If it had like a little like leather belt around yeah. it, he could hold it like a shield. Oh, <laughs> or swing it. You would swing it, yeah. Get some good Aww. velocity Maybe. on it. 
He says, unfortunately, I don't know if I'm going to be very helpful in this situation, uh, but um, I'll do my best. Maybe you should have planned ahead. You know it's not good to have to, to cram before an exam and it's like, it's done with this. Yes, I like that. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and uh, he's just going to position himself in front of Delavia with his short sword and he's going to hold his position so that if the chain devil gets closer, he's going to ready an attack on the chain devil with his short sword. This guy's devoted for getting absolutely nothing promised to him. Well, nothing. she saved my life. so um, That's fair. I love that you said that out loud and then you said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> And turns away from the camera back to the action. <laughs> All right. And then you said the chain devil is next, right? Yep. Chain devil, then hell hoons. Hey, right. didn't, your, didn't Phil and Lil, Bill and Lil appear when you Bill were doing Bill and Lil are here. Oh, they're they here. Just, like, more I'll just, do you want me to put them with Lauren and say that they're ready? Sure. Their attack is ready as well. Yeah. Okay. The chain devil steps forward and it sort of, ooh, I can't do the low growl like Justin and Graham can, but it's just like, sounds <laughs> 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 like. Um, and it is going to attack with its chains i'm gonna roll for this chain devil it is going to attack um the closest person to it which is felix Felix, who is literally under him so much that i forgot felix was there so i have to (laughs) i had to shrink him to see it so the, it looks directly down and it just growls at you felix and it is going to attack you with its chains. Devil some chains. He got an 18 to hit. He's a plus eight. Yikes! Yeah, that hits. I have a 17. All right. I took off the ring. (laughs) Felix, it lashes out at you with its chains, hitting you for... uh, So that's going to be 10 points of damage for Felix. Uh, I also need you to roll a strength saving throw, Felix. I need you to beat a DC of 14. 17. Nice. I'm getting a call. I need you to Okay. Cake! Battle cake! Hello. Felix, what did you roll for your strength saving throw? 17. All right, Felix, you are slashed by the chains, but he is not able to grapple you with his chains. Ha ha! Instead, he just glares at you. Let me see if he is able to. That was pretty good. Multi attack. It's not as Justin's is good. Well, yeah, Justin's is good. That's because they can go lower. The wolfy. It's so unfair. Yeah. So because he's not able to grapple you the first time, he's going to use his multi attack to attack you one more time. Good, 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 good. Oh my god, I love that for him. He rolls a fifteen plus eight, so he hits. Somebody showed up to the boat. One, five, so that's six plus four, so ten again. To 20 points, that's all. That's all. All right. Um, and I need you to roll one more uh, strength saving throw. Come on, Felix. 16. You still beat it, so huh. you are not grappled still. Felix is getting hit, but he's too, he's too sturdy to be grappled currently. Okay, and that is going to end the chain oh, devil actually actually what happens is because the chain devil he has taken his action he sees that he's attacked you but he's not able to grapple you so he is going to walk over you felix and because oh. he knows what his objective is and he is going to head straight for delalia no, 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 no. and grandma lynn and cat oh. 
So he's going to move in. He can make that distance. <laughs> he's going to come right here. He's kind of, he's, he's not, he's taking his time, um, but he knows where he's going. So he's right here. He is within 10 feet of Delalia and within five feet of Perkins. Oh, oh no. Perkins! Little and that is the chain devil's turn. So everybody's action is ready for if he attacks. So it is not going yet. Who's next? Oh, uh, hell, uh, hellhounds and then imps. Okay. Let me know, I'm going to roll for the hellhounds and see how well they do. The hellhounds are biting at the soldiers of Haven, um, but the soldiers are able to fend them off this round. They're not able to land an attack. I'm, I'm just averaging things out. So like the group as a whole does well this round. And so they don't take any damage this round from the hellhounds, although they were able to do some damage to the hellhounds when they attacked. So that is the Hellhound's turn. Both of them are going to stay with the Haven soldiers for now. Who is next? Imps and then V, Wolfie, and King Ward. Okay. So the Imps, uh, looking at you, Princess Thea. Oh, shit. They are going to set their sights on you. Oh, they turned. They did. I don't like when they turned. In unison. Oh, okay. Oh, this could be fun. I don't like the way you said that. This could be fun. So the imps, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit of free license. The six imps, they all go like they come together and they shape they have they have an action called shape changer. But they're gonna shape change together. So instead of six imps polymorphing into six rats. This oh, is going to be no. six imps polymorphing together into one giant yeah! rat. Fun. We can never listen to this. Oh. <laughs> Our friend from uh, college is deathly terrified of rats. And they're going to oh, hiss at you, Princess Thea. Um, actually, that's not even an action. That's just a thing they can do. Oh, okay. Fun. And they are going to take an action to try and bite you as a group. Okay, let's see. I'm going to give them advantage since they're acting as a group, but they rolled a nat 20, so they don't need the advantage. That sucks. So, Princess Thea, you <laughs> are going woo, You are going to take 2d4 plus 3 damage from the imps. So, 2d4. Wait. Plus that devil moves six, away from me. 2d4 plus 6. Oh, when I get a reaction for that? You're because right. An opportunity, An opportunity You're right. Uh, Thea, you, you took engaged. 12 yeah. points of damage. 12 points they give you a nice wanna... old chomp. You're, you're... That's like over half. <laughs> um, but you're right. Felix, you would have gotten an attack of opportunity on the chain devil when it walked past you. Right. So go ahead and make that now. Okay. 22. Okay, that hits. Awesome. Like, it walks over him, and he's just, like, watching it run, and he's just, he's going to take a deep breath, and he's going to take a running jump, and he's going to jump and, like, stab it in the back. And like okay. he's hanging on for dear life onto a sword while doing ah! it. Awesome. How much damage does he do? Ten. Ten. That's awesome. So the chain devil takes ten points of silver sword damage. Uh, you hear him grunt and he he kind of turns slowly and reaches back like when you're trying to get an itch but you can't <laughs> quite reach it. <laughs> um, and you are hanging off of the chain devil, Felix. <laughs> Um, I, then I think the next person's turn you said was King you, Wolfie King Ward. Awesome. So, the Princess Thea, you take 10 points of damage and uh, 12. sorry, 12 points okay. of damage <laughs> uh, and it hurts. Um, and just as uh, you that happens, V and uh, Wolfie 
just lunge towards the imps. So Wolfie's gonna fly over here. Um, and they are gonna put themselves between you and the imps. Um, so V and Wolfie are both going to attack. I'm gonna take a moment to roll dice between NPCs. Okay, so Wolfie rolled a 10. Oh, man, V rolled a five. Um, v, come on, man. Let's see, Get so. Person? <laughs> Sorry, me. Come on, do, person. Do, I, use, I use what man what, in a what, gender neutral way. I'm like, man, <laughs> dude. Bro, uh, damn it, those are the words I use for just yeah. anybody. Like, I, I use them on you guys. I, I'm like, yeah. I call you guys okay. guys. The good news is. Imps don't have very high AC. <laughs> nice. So uh, V is, Wolfie on, is actually able to land a nice bite on those imps. So I'm gonna. One smoking token, let's go! Smoking token! Smoking token! I was listening to that episode the other day and I was like, I love how hot and ready well, we all were for V and then he op- they opened their mouth yeah. and we were just like, fuck this yeah. person. <laughs> You're the worst. You're no longer great. You're the worst. You but like before that, so before that, we were all just like, oh yes, yeah, smoking token. We are building hot. a little bit ooh, of a situation. Ooh, and then we're just like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, fuck Cross you, fuck us you, fuck. once and it's fucking over, man. Also, Wolfie gets a second attack, which I forgot about. That one is only a two, but he has plus 10. He has plus 10. Oh, that one almost hits. So the second attack doesn't hit. But Wolfie attacks these imps and just goes to fucking town, like ripping them apart. This, these imps in rat form. So he takes the giant rat in his mouth and he's just like shaking it like a like a dog. Um, it's a pub. Imps, 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 imps is a pub. That is 12 plus 6, so 18 points Whoa. of damage to those imps. <laughs> oh my god, just... <laughs> Yahop. Oh my gosh. What's 45 minus 8? 45 minus 8? Yeah. Is 37. Okay, so the rat uh, polymorph, uh, it, it unpolymorphs, and you see that only, only uh, four of the imps are still alive. Um... Two of them have just died in this uh, in this uh, attack. So there are four imps there now. I'll make them a little bit smaller. So that is Wolfie and V's turn. King Ward is going to come up here to this old chain devil here. Yes, and he me. is going to take his staff that he has. Let's do this. Yes, Zaddy. Help me. Oh, no. And he biffs it. He rolls a one. Uh, King Ward takes his staff and uh, he goes to attack the chain devil. And just as the chain devil is turning, he sees you. And so like hanging off of his back, Felix. And so at the last minute, he like, oh, he has to adjust because he doesn't want to hit you by mistake. Mm. Oh, and so fair. he misses. It's all my fault. That's he misses entirely. Um, unfortunately, really, this is my fault and not his. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's Felix and then the bards. Okay. Okay. So King Ward, um, he misses his attack on that round. I think King Ward would probably have a second attack, though. Mm-hmm. He's like a powerful king. And he gets a five, which is, is still not that good. He he goes to hit again and misses again and uh, you know, kind of says under his breath, I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> Apparently I'm out of practice. <laughs> yeah, he he acknowledges that. He 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 yes, like looks yes, over at his yes. wife who's like currently fighting a hellhound right now. And he's like, Okay, okay, I gotta I gotta step this up. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. We're okay. back to the top of the order. Felix, I'm gonna have you take another turn and then we'll check in with Delalia. All right. Um so Felix 
can I do? I'm, I'm impaled. I've impaled myself onto this thing. Um, you technically impaled it. Oh, I impaled it. Okay. Um, thank you. Yeah. You impaled yourself onto it. I, yeah. I'm, I, I've attached myself to this thing. No. There we go. No. Uh, so what I'm going to do? <laughs> uh, so Felix, uh, he, uh, like gripping onto the sword, kind of heaves himself up and puts like plants a foot on the back of the thing and pulls it out and drops to the ground and he's gonna swing again. Oh, oh so close to a twenty. Eighteen. It was like yeah, it was like rocking. That still hits though, right? Yes, that still hits. Awesome. So that's gonna be six <laughs> stabbing. What? I just read something on the Chain Devil's character sheet that I didn't see before, and it's oh, horrible. No. What? Oh. Uh, I'll I'll get back to that in a minute. Oh no! Never good. <laughs> you said six? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, he's gonna take another turn. Oh, does it heal its and he's going to he's going to swing again with Silver Tongue and try and hamstring it. Okay. Right. Twenty nine. That it definitely hit. Is that a nat twenty? No. Oh. Dirty. Close. Felix, you're rolling well. That's an eight in slashing. All right, you do very well this round, Felix. Thank you. The chain devil is not bloody quite yet, but he 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 underestimated your ability. Damn, Skippy. And I'm going to take a bonus action to use second wind to regain one d10 plus my fighter level worth of points. Nice. That's a one. Kelsey, why did you hand me this dice? <laughs> Plus your fighter level, so Plus, it's six. So it's six. There six you points. There you go. <laughs> Awful. It's fine. I'm pretty It could have now. been nine other numbers. It, yeah, nine other numbers, and it picked the worst. Yep. <laughs> it's fine. I loved it. Aww. And so that's... Uh, so, uh... He's invigorated by how well he just did, and so he's feeling a little more pep in his step. Awesome. And I'm going to use a superiority die to prepare repost just in case he misses me if he tries to hit me again. Okay. Okay. And now we will pause in the combat that is happening in, in the world and we will jump back into Delalia's world. Mean whilst. Mean whilst. <laughs> so I'm following Kildor as a wolf. Um, Delalia, as you're following this wolf, the memory of the glen uh, fades around you, disappears, and you're just running through vague, foresty, tree-shaped landscape. Like Legolas. Like Legolas, yes. Until you come out and you are in another memory. Um, This time, Kelsey, it's uh, sometime later in Delilia's life, maybe in her teen years or young adult years, and it's a memory, a time in which she felt frustrated with herself. What memory is this? And who is there with you if someone is there with you? Um, I think that I'm frustrated with myself because I was trying to, we, we have these like games that happen every year at the harvest time and it's just like a good way for everybody to like let out energy before the winter you know yeah um and i had trained all year to um oh yeah to do to, for shooting and i was like really really proficient at shooting and i was sure i was going to get it and i'd gotten a little cocky about it and did not win and i was really 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 frustrated and my mother is with me oh shit <laughs> 
sure that's going well. So it's going well. <laughs> and uh, Del- adult Delalia, or present present tense Delalia, you see as Belastriana uh, stands next to teen Delalia with her arms crossed, and she says, "Well, if you just practiced a little bit more, then you might have won." Mother, I practiced a lot, you know. You were there watching me the entire time. So then what happened, Delelia? You're a very competent shooter. Better than most of your peers, I will say. It's supposed to be a fun game. Why Why does it matter if I win? Well, aren't you upset that you lost? Yes, obviously. And uh, there's a silence there, and she says, If it were me, I would be upset because the, the fun is in winning, isn't it? Yes, obviously the fun is in winning. She uh, sort of just lets that hang in the air for a moment. um, And she says, Your father has told me that I am too hard on you at times. I apologize if my competitive spirit has uh, overstepped a boundary. I I am proud of you, Delalia, for competing in the first place. And I know you are a competent tutor. And And that makes Delalia so mad. Because she's like, that's not the relationship we have. What should have happened today was that you were proud of me for winning, and it didn't happen, and so I'm mad. You know, it, Belastriana isn't doing anything wrong, but... Um, and Belastriana says, "I'm look, I'm trying, Delalia. What do you want from me? No, I know. I... I just won't... I just won't suck anymore, okay? Uh, next year, I'll do better. Um, and she puts one hand on her hip, and she says, Come here. And do you, does young Delalia approach? Yeah. Like, a, a little teenager, like, <sighs> yeah, like comes over to her. And this is not a beating household. Like, no. she's not afraid she's going to get whipped or anything. But still, at being told what to do when she's already frustrated is like, stamp, 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 stamp. <laughs> yeah. And as you approach, your mom takes one finger and she puts it underneath your chin and lifts your chin up so that you guys can look at each other. Because I assume Delalia is avoiding eye contact angrily. And Belastrina says, you do not suck, Delalia. Why would you say that? Well, I didn't win. But that doesn't mean that you suck. I could have won. Yes, you could have. And you didn't. And... We're both upset about it, and I I think that's okay. We have a right to be upset when we don't win, and we want to win. But that doesn't mean that you suck. Let me tell you a story. And she uh, lets go of your chin, and she says, When I was your age, I also competed in the games as a swordsman. And I'm sure you won every year. Most years, in fact, I did. And she smirks a little bit. And then she says, (laughs) But there was a year where I didn't win. There was a year where she rolls her eyes. That stupid, give me a random NPC name. So Lord Gaga. There was a year. Yes! Yes! He is here. He has risen. He has risen. <laughs> there was a time in my youth when Lord Gaga, you you know you know the one. Yes. That, he. That. Uh, Petulant little asshole. I feel like he actually has like an elf name, like Galahiel or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes by Gaga. Gaga. Yeah, that fucker. Uh (laughs) And Lord Gaga beat me at 
at a match. He beat me uh, in a sword fight and I was frustrated. I was mad because I knew that I could beat him. I knew that I had the power to beat him. I didn't even know Lord Gaga was a swordsman. Yes, well. Wow. He chose a different path than me and that is fine. But he did beat me that year. He did beat me, but it did not mean that I was a poor swordsman. It meant that sometimes we can do our very best and we can still lose. And it's not fair for me to to just tell you that you should have worked harder because that's what I tell myself. I tell you that because that's what I tell myself, but what I should be telling you as your mother is that sometimes we fail and that's okay because we learn from our mistakes. The next year, when I fought Lord Gaga, I remembered our previous fight, and I remembered that he gets a little bit overconfident when he thinks he's about to win. And so the second year, after, our, after I lost to him, the next year, I used that to my advantage, and I won. I took back my title as the best swordsman in a phone at Hoyd, and it felt good. It felt good to win, but more so than that, it felt good to know that I had done my best. I'm going to beat Zachary so hard next year. I'm going to split every single one of his arrows. Hell yeah, you are. And she's going to like put her hand out and to clasp your hand. And yeah, and I clasp her hand and we like look in the eyes yeah. and like, ah! yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's my daughter. Yes. Aww. Gross. I love it. I love it. The fuck is Zachary? <laughs> I'm just naming NPCs. I'm just naming NPCs. I love that it's like the last Triana, Delaney, Zachary, Lord Gaga. <laughs> well, well oh, Lexi loves to burrow. That's the most beautiful thing. He's never done that to me. Well, I put him in there. He, he crawled into my lap and then I put my shirt over. <laughs> and he doesn't mind, does he? No, He's sweater. very happy. He likes it. Yeah, <laughs> Pepperoni. Uh, Delalia, as you watch this memory of your mother and you uh, start to fade, you see once again the the forest wolf uh, in the distance, and it continues on, beckoning you with it. Um, and Delalia, the forest wolf beckons you further into the depths of your inner self. And we leave you there as we jump back what to the what fight. Cat and Grandma Lynn are experiencing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they don't have the goddess seat inside them. That's though. true. So we left they do off. Have pasts. What? They do have pasts. Though. That's true. That's so true. So next is bards, and then Sassandra. Okay. Uh, the bards. When the bards stopped playing, uh, the mouse shrooms stopped dancing, and now uh, Arwen and Oglin can see that the mouse shrooms are scared. They they see all of this stuff happening around them, and they begin to scatter and, and run away. And uh, it's actually. Oglin, thinking quickly, who picks up his loot again and begins to play while the chain devil is attacking, while the hellhounds are roaring, he begins to play and the mushrooms stop in their tracks and they turn to look back at him. And Arwen's just looking at her brother, like eyes wide, mouth agape, total, like not understanding how he could be so unfazed by this. Um, but she takes up her violin and follows his lead and the two of them begin to play amidst like the chaos yes they play as the titanic is sinking and the two of them siblings together they take their instruments and they begin to play a duet to inspire hope and keep the mushrooms here and they are going to offer bardic inspiration to both uh, Thea and Felix since you guys are the player characters fighting right now 
So the next time you roll something like an attack roll or an ability check, you can roll a d6 and add that to your attack roll or ability check. I have never ever received that before. Really? This is fun. Really? No, I've never played with a bard. Oh, it's nice. I mean, I haven't. You give either, it but, all the time. But I love giving. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Like it's really fun to just be uh-huh. like, here you go, here you go, have some extra points. Yeah. <laughs> While that is happening, um, one of the hellhounds has broken away from Sassandra's group, um, and they are thoroughly kicking the butt of this one over here, of hellhound number two. Uh, but hellhound number one sees an opening, and it heads right for oh, no. Grandma Lynn no. and Cat. Um, oof, oof, oof. Oh, no, What's no it gonna there. do? What's it gonna do? What's it gonna do when they come for it? Um... Mm-hmm. I could be really, really mean right now. Do it. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> don't go easy on us. No. Uh, okay. I'm not even. The hellhound is going <laughs> You're literally to. Literally the most vulnerable person right now. Um, I think they're actively trying to kill you. I know they are, and that's why I'm. That I don't want to actually kill you. What? Is that a meow? No, that was, that was me. just Emma's meow. Oh, okay. That was just me. <laughs> it was an Emma uh, meow. Mm-hmm. Uh, an M meow, if you will. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Oh, it's gosh. not the Hellhound's turn. It's not? No, it's Cassandra and Trish. Kelsey turn. saves the day. Yeah! That, <laughs> the Hellhound was about to uh, breathe fire onto all of you. Oh, good. And give you 21 points of damage. Holy fuck. So, um, yeah, I'll just roll for Cassandra and her group again to see how much damage. They, ooh, they rolled really well. So they're going to do some damage to these Hellhounds. Because they, they're a talented group of people. So one of the hellhounds is bloodied. Let's see about the other one. The other one is not. The other one is not bloodied. And now it moves. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it's its turn next? No. Um, okay. Next is Lorne, Bill, and Lil. And then Thea and Dasha. All right. Lorne, Bill, and Lil. All right. We've got a lot going on here. So now that this broski is so much closer, um, Lorne is going to sting him. Um, so their first thing was wasted and that's okay. But anyway, no, 13, does that hit? No. No, that doesn't hit the chain devil. Okay. And that's who he was trying to hit. Okay. And then Bill and Lil will each bite at the chain devil. Um, nope. And, um. You need to use another. (laughs) I know. Do you what need the dice scale? Yeah, right? Um, this one is a dirty 20, so it redeemed itself. Oh, okay. okay. So dirty 20. That hits. And um, it's a six points of damage. Okay. And it needs to save um, a DC 11 strength saving throw. Okay. DC sure 11 strength. So it has to beat 11. Let's roll for it. Okay. It rolled a five plus four, nine. Um, so it is knocked prone. <gasps> Yay! And that is Lil. So it has to spend its next turn getting up. Okay. Um, and hmm. Lil is on it. Um, so she bit it on its throat and um, knocked it over. Okay. Um, because... That was cute. Hmm. I guess since they're magical dogs, I'm going to count their attacks as magical. Because they're not normal dogs. They're not normal dogs. So... They do. They do the full damage because it is resistant to n- non-magical attacks that aren't silvered. But since the dogs are magical, I'm going to count that as a magical attack. Thank you. Um, because they're magic dogs. They have leaves on them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It makes the magic. Ow. Ow. A plant. Oh, no. Kelsey, I just saw one thing. What? The devil has advantage on saving throws. Against, oh. oh, it says against spells and other magical effects. Oh, yeah, that was a physical thing. That was a thing. physical attack. Because okay. strength is not That's a true. spell thing. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Uh-huh. So the uh, chain devil is knocked prone. Felix. Yeah, I, I feel like we're really, uh, we're really like man- maneuvering that one. Yeah, we did. We worked really hard on it. Felix, you uh, barely are... Well, Felix, how how close are you to this chain devil that's about to fall over? Well, I was right behind its legs when it fell, so if it fell backwards, I would probably be between its legs. like okay. or, or a leg on him, which is not a worst-case scenario. Yeah. As you fall, as it I falls can... back and like slams its head on the ground, Felix is just standing right in between its legs, like right where his crotch is. <laughs> like, like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. <laughs> And the chain devil is prone. I put a little snail by him so we would remember that it's something is happening. Good Lil. Good job. Thea dashing. Yeah. And then Perkins and Hilda are next. I wanted to do a thing, but it's difficult because there's so many friggin' people around here and all my spells are big. I want to keep big. I have Ramsey's. Uh, I guess I'm gonna... Yeah. I'll remind you guys that there is still like a big open space. Um, where that hellhound was gonna be when I thought it could. Yeah, Thea's moving there. Um, does that count? Do I have to Jesus. disengage? Is that an opportunity attack for the bu- for the buttholes? Because no. <laughs> you're not melee range with them. Yeah. I'm putting myself between the hellhounds and my one true love and her grandmother. Um, and I'm. Let's see how well that armor works. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> better me than her. Um, Aww. I'm going to. I'm gonna shoot some more fucking magic missiles at him. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm gonna do it at the normal spell slots because I don't want to waste any more of my big sound. Okay, so all hit, all darts hit simultaneously, but you can direct them to hit more than one creature, so it's just, it's gonna be boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hound one, two, one. Five three, to hellhound two. one. Okay. Three to hellhound two and two to hellhound one it's like literally like she's got her hands out and she's like boom 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 every other one nice both of the hellhounds are bloodied at this point princess thea um and uh hellhound number one uh it turns its its attention from uh the haven soldiers to you and locks eyes with you yeah thea's just gonna plant her feet and like get like into like a stance like look like stare them back down like you better fucking try i'd like to see you try come at me bruh but in more of a like 16 year old girl way that sounds like a 16 year old girl to me (laughs) (laughs) they're terrifying (laughs) and dashing gets a turn i think dashing is going to follow you princess thea he's gonna hop on over to you um you strike that cool pose and he just like slides over and stops next to you and he is going to prepare to throw an acorn um if any hellhound attacks uh uh, attacks basically you you or him if there's a hellhound who comes over to your your side your space and is is trying to attack he's prepping to throw the acorn that could turn them to stone thea's gonna put her fist real low for a fist bump and say oh say thanks bro and he stands on his two hind feet and puts his paw all the way up to reach. And he says, yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie Mercury style. Just. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Let's try not to die, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Aw, sibling love. Perkins is kind of terrified and not sure if he can be all that much help, but he remembers how brave Delelia was when she tried to when she did save him from the imps, and he's just gonna gulp and he is going to say, Well, I suppose it's now or never. Ah! And he's going to no! attack with his little short sword. Let's see what he gets. I mean, it's prone. Um, he rolls a nine or a three. Perkins is just not. He's not a fighty boy. He's not. If he races forward and he like hits it with the flat he of the flashes <laughs> and it's just like it hits the dirt. Like he's like he's like. Oh, yeah! <laughs> he looks he's just staring watching this. Oh. Just like, I, I'm not a fighter generally. Oh, okay, forget this. And he's just gonna put this the sword back. I, I'm not a fighter. I. Uh, uh, and he's he's quite disappointed in himself. Oh God, this poor guy. Does it count as being engaged if you never land a hit? Uh, yeah, because okay. it's melee range. Yeah, but dude's prone. Like, per- oh, that's right too. Perkins is going to he's going to run back, and he's yeah. actually going to run to the other side of Delalia so that he's between Delalia and Cat. Um, and he does pull out a little book, and that's where he's going to end his turn. A book, like a little, like a little book. Does this bitch know spells? I bet he does. If he's known spells, if this whole he time, hasn't been really spells and he shoots spells, I'm a we're teacher. gonna have words later. <laughs> you can st- my teacher. I'm a preschool teacher. I love how Perkins is the one NPC that can just talk to Becca directly. I know. <laughs> 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 I'm a preschool teacher. <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> Mind your manners. Excuse me, Rebecca. <laughs> That's He's just so talking funny. to no yeah. one. Just turns to the screen. And Perkins wall breaking. ends his turn. Um, Does Hilda do anything? Uh, Felix, you hear the yeah. sound of someone running up behind you. Oh, shit. And what? you turn, prepared to attack, and you see Hilda there. Oh! Holding her dagger. Butter knife in her hand. Oh, and God. she says, she looks at you and she says, I'm not gonna run anymore. Oh jeez! And she's gonna throw her that dagger. That is so touching, and yet this is a terrible time to be having this moment. She got a twenty. She got a fucking nat twenty. She's not scared. That part gives me goosebumps. Oh, right. <clears throat> will Delalia be able to finish planting the goddess seed? Will her friends be able to protect her? Will Perkins ever land a hit? We'll find out next time on Spellbound. Songs in this episode include Spellbound, Spellbound Part 2, The Fae, Conjuration, Pieces of Memory, and Rite of Passage by Vinsvept of Bandcamp.com. Windswept, The House of Leaves, Malicious, and Spider's Web by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.filmmusic.io. Melody of Nature by Good Bee Music at SoundCloud.com. All other music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. All sound effects from Zapsplat.com. Links and license in the description. Until next time. <laughs>